Welcome to the Schoolhouse Life Podcast, where we believe that life is a schoolhouse. Totally. We're super dorks with a passion for sharing our love of homeschooling, homesteading, natural health care, plant medicines, natural childbirth, healthy eating, meditation, creative endeavors, overall self-sufficiency for the whole family. Oh, and don't forget self-development and spirituality. Oh, of course. Key players. We hope you'll be inspired to do things you haven't, try things that could make your life better, and mostly, we want to encourage you to never stop learning and let your life be a schoolhouse too. Our whole culture encourages us to not only resist and ignore, but actually resent our own bodies. And, and when you think about that, how could that not set us up for health problems? Hello, everyone. Welcome to the call. We are excited today. I'm Lacey Grimm, and I'm here talking to Barbara Hanalora, and we are going to be talking about womenly cycles a little bit. She does some really specific and beautiful work helping women understand their cycles better, and I'm really excited for her to share with us. And we're going to go ahead and start and ask her, Barbara, would you please share with us how you got started? Just kind of a brief history of, you know, where you've come from and how you've landed in this place of, of service. Yes, thank you, Lacey. Well, I'm so happy to be here. And I, um, it's a little hard to know where to begin, but I grew up loving nature as so many of us did. And I, I encountered along the way a lot of mentors and teachers who were able to show me that women's cycles, the menstrual cycle, is a rhythm of nature, yeah. is similar to the rhythm of the moon, similar to the rhythm of the seasons, the rhythm of day and night. And I just, I just became dedicated to sharing this because I realized if women know how to honor our bodies and step into our own rhythm, in fact, your, your speaker yesterday yes. was talking about the cycle and the fact that we're not the same from one week to the next. And, and that's what I show people, not in such clinical or nutritional terms, although I love to refer to people like who, who specialize in nutrition and hormones, but I just show women the fact that they have a rhythm and how to anticipate your needs in the coming weeks, how to take advantage of the time around your menstrual time as a time for self-care. And when women start to do that and kind of sort through their weeks and plan ahead, it starts to change everything. Oh, and I wanted to show you, I wrote a book. Oh, <laughs> so this is my book called The Moon and You. Oh, I love that. Yes. And in the first chapter, the first chapter is about what is a cycle? Because I, I just love coming back again and again to the rhythms of nature. Oh, I love that. And so you, this is the moon, as you can see, but then you can overlay the seasons onto this, and then I overlay the menstrual cycle onto this. So menstruation is like our own sort of darker introspective time. Mm -hmm. And then our ovulation is more like full moon, radiant, focused on everybody else, more social time. And it starts to really change everything when women can know how to anticipate and support that rhythm. I think it's so important. And culturally, we follow sort of the Hebrew calendar a lot. We do the Hebrew calendar, the holidays and things that are really based on the moon. And as the most ancient culture, it really is like, oh, so this is you know, how we were designed is to follow these cycles and be in touch with these cycles. And this day and age, we're so cut off from that. And it takes a minute for us to get back and, and, and take a step back and say, oh, you know, that is that maybe is important for us. Maybe maybe understanding that would make us more connected and, and more understanding of what's going on. Yes, and it automatically connects us. When we start yes. following rhythm, we connect to nature, we get help with, with ourselves from nature. It's wonderful. 
Yes. Yeah. And as homesteaders, the cycles of the, the year are so sort of fundamental in everything that we do. And why can't we apply that into our lives on a monthly basis too? I mean, the more you can break down each rhythm, the better off you'll be. Okay. So can you share with us, you mentioned to me before we started chatting on the call that you also have experience with massage therapy. What other kinds of things and experiences and maybe education did you um, go through to sort of understand all of this more? Oh yeah. You know, I've been practicing massage for 30 years. I went and got my first massage and I liked it so much. I raced off to massage school and I've been doing it. It's for me. I really enjoy it. But I, um, I, as I said, I encountered some mentors who really helped me understand right. the cycle and I saw what they were doing and I started doing it too. Mm -hmm. And then I trained as a coach and I, I, I trained as a life coach, although she was very unusual. She was a nurse. She was very body centered in what she did, which was lovely for me because I yeah. help women with their bodies. And I liked that so much. I trained again as a health and wellness coach. And then I also trained in expressive arts, which is so fun because whatever I do with women or, or groups, I um, almost always allow them time to draw. Just like, okay, now draw for five minutes. And yes. it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's just yes. wonderful to for the individual to see what she creates. And it's always meaningful to her. Yes, it is. I'm, I'm the same way. If we ever have like events, group events, I'm like, okay, we're going to do a craft. We're going to do something hands-on because that experience is important and we don't highlight it enough. I think in our culture it's such an accessory and not a like need and I think you're right it's totally a need and scratching that it's just yeah. so important for people yeah. I love that yeah. um okay so if you could describe to us your perfect person to work with your perfect client or perfect person mm -hmm. to read your book maybe oh well you know I have taught ever since I finished the book about five years ago I've taught classes based on the book which are still available and I do them online most of the time so that's perfect Great. for now yeah. <laughs> and I, I have a five-week class based uh, to, to go through the five chapters of the book about how to realign yourself towards your menstrual cycle and it includes culture and it includes coming of age and how to talk to your daughter and then I've started uh, I have have a wonderful um, series for menopause as well. Oh, great. Yeah. Then I finally got together a really nice online kit for mothers to prepare for their daughters coming of age. And that the, the final chapter of my book is about coming of age. It's not only about what to say to your daughter, but how to address your own coming of age, how to go back, mm. talk to your own inner girl who probably didn't get the support she oh, could have yeah. used, right? Right. And so I just kind of expanded on that and made this whole kit. Again, it's online. It's downloadable of all these resources for how to talk to your daughter, um, conversations, activities, crafts, simple ceremonies, mm -hmm. how to prepare her ahead of time, special things to do when the time comes, and then how to go back and address your own coming of age, um, give reassurance to your own inner girl who also right. wants to feel special. She doesn't want to feel left out when you're doing this for your own daughter, right? Oh. And, and then um, how to how to take another look at your own menstrual cycle to see that because you can probably have a better experience yourself and mm -hmm. of course everything you do for yourself is going to help your daughter and I find that for moms who real holistic moms real activist moms they can have a hard time with this conversation with their girls and I think it's because you know they want it to be not awkward but they don't quite know and they're kind of surprised like gosh I don't quite know what to say mm -hmm. and I think it's often because they didn't get a very good 
good introduction sure. themselves. So right. when they look back, there, there's not much there. And so this is very helpful because it, it puts it in the context of nature again. Like, well, talk to your daughter about the moon and start young. You know, you can start before even age eight. I find eight to 10 is really ideal because they haven't gotten any kind of, they're open-minded. Yeah. Yes. They're still really open, really curious. And yes. It's not a touchy subject yet. <laughs> yeah. They haven't shut down like, oh, I don't want to talk about that. Yeah. So <laughs> my friend wanted, my friend had a daughter who, who was 10, who had gotten a really bad impression of menstruation. And my friend was like, oh no. So she decided that she and I decided I should come over once a month for tea and we would have these conversations and we just started drawing. I have these calendars. They're actually in my book, but we just started, we started coloring calendars. Nice. We this, we, would, we glued this to a larger piece of paper and decorated around it like a border and we just talked about the moon and she quickly mm -hmm. uh, became much more confident about her upcoming you know passage into young womanhood so yeah I love this because my mom did a pretty great job um, she did better than her mom did and you know so I'm sure going back it was you know it was kind of like this taboo topic for such a long time and then coming yeah. out of that has been tricky and it takes I think a little bit and we have to be a little bit focused and I think like celebrating a new holiday can feel foreign doing something that you didn't experience with your own parents can be fun, yeah. right and this just makes it so much easier it's like a guidebook for mm -hmm. celebrating instead of kind of blindly trying to muddle your way <laughs> so I know I know I, yeah and I, I really observed that it does make a big difference yeah yeah I think with women in particular I, I met grown women who still don't have the confidence in their cycles mm -hmm. and those processes and so how how could they possibly translate to their daughter mm -hmm. Uh, without some help. So yeah, no, I love that. That's really great. You've already shared a great testimony, though, which is usually my next question. I love hearing that specific element, like how has someone already used what you're doing and they mm -hmm. are? What would you say to somebody who's skeptical about what you're trying to share and teach people? I would say try it because it seems so simple. Yeah. And yet when women start kind of daring, because our whole culture encourages us to not only resist and ignore, but actually resist our own bodies and and when you think about that how could that not set us up for health problems and it creates such a, an incredible disconnect for women to be distancing ourselves from our own bodies and so to start really simply and just try to um, the first one of the first things I do is have women print out a couple of I love working on real paper you know get the app out of your phone and get the calendar out of the app and onto the you know refrigerator so that you can interacting with your cycle within the home you know and I encourage women to print out one of these and put a line through it for the coming month when you anticipate having your premenstrual and menstrual days mm -hmm. and on those days you just don't put any optional activities so that you leave some free time for yourself you don't schedule doctor's appointments or even get togethers with friends because you just want to allow yourself to step back that starts to change things so quickly because then you're not only allowing and knowing when you'll have time for self-care and for catching up with yourself, but then it helps you to optimize your more active, busy times of month too because you, you go through your menstrual time feeling more refreshed mm -hmm. and then you emerge from your menstrual time refreshed instead of exhausted and resentful. So it really starts to make a difference. Mm -hmm. I always say to people too, 
well, first of all, we are nature, right? We're, we're mainly water. And then I think about the moon and its power over the oceans, right? And how it brings the tide in and it brings the tide out and they're so interconnected. And why wouldn't we also be so connected? And um, it can be hard at first because it seems real woo-woo, right? Like, no, nah, I'm not a moon child. Yeah. Like <laughs> but it's, I mean, it's very, very powerful when we start realizing we are nature, we are. And so, um, so is the moon, right? And so is the, the cycles that we're a part of. So yeah, it's such a thing to connect. I love it. Thank you for the work you're doing. Um, so lastly, then I just have one more question. What is one simple thing that you do to keep yourself feeling your best and your healthiest on sort of a daily, maybe weekly basis? Oh, oh my gosh. You know, I've started teaching self-care mini retreats that are anywhere from a, a half hour to a couple hours long with people. So I've been just loving to share all these self-care, uh, very brief activities that I've gathered and sharing them with others in, in various ways. And I just want to mention that I'm starting to do this on line for employees like employers and this just happened but employers want to help their employees through this time some yeah. of them are working from home yeah. and so I've been taking these these kind of self-care mini retreats just half hour calls to these groups of employees and they just welcome it so much that's one way of getting this the self-care out and into the population that needs it so, so much yeah but what one of the things I've started doing is getting down on the floor every day and doing some stretches I'm just you know, being home more, I'm able to develop more of a rhythm to walk every day and to do my stretches every day because we don't want to be too, doing too much sitting. You know, you really start to feel it and turn that around and, and really take my body through its its range of motion. And I, I often do it while I'm watching or listening to podcasts like yours. So it's a nice way to do two things at once. Yeah. That's a good reminder for me because I've been missing podcasts because I haven't usually listened in my car when I'm driving around town, yeah. like a, you know, a mom does. And, <laughs> um, and now I'm, I'm not driving very much so I can, but I am walking. So I just need to, I think, start listening while I'm walking because it is such an, oh yeah, that's a nice. self-care thing to like take in mm -hmm. new information and learn new things. And yeah, I love that. That's really great. Well, Barbara, is there anything else that you would like to share with our client, our customers, our listeners before we mm. say goodbye? Well, back to self-care. I just want to, I just want to encourage people that little things can make such a big difference. You know, that simple breath that's unhurried. Yes. <laughs> and um, the, the simple um, slowing down and imagine, shutting your eyes and imagining yourself in a beautiful place that nourishes you. All those things that we can do for ourselves. Um, they're really messages, turning our attention toward ourselves, even for a moment. It, it's what we crave. Yeah. It is. I love that. Thank you so much, Barbara. I appreciate it so much. Everyone, you can connect with Barbara on her website, which is uh, womenswaymooncycles.com. We will include that link if you're on YouTube or on Facebook or Instagram. If you're listening to the podcast, again, one more time, it is womenswaymooncycles.com. She has some really great information there accessible. Um, I hope you, yes, go ahead. You I have, have, you have a thought. I've <laughs> got two different giveaways on my page. Oh, yeah, giveaways are wonderful. Yeah, the first one is at the top of, of my website. Um, you get a free booklet, uh, How to Celebrate Your Daughter's Coming of Age. It's the first thing I wrote 20 years ago. The booklet is now part of the Mother's Moon Kit. So when you get that free booklet, there's also a code so you can get a discount for the Mother's Moon Kit. So oh, that's that, awesome. Yeah. And then the other thing partway down the page is if you enroll there, <laughs> then you get the free calendar downloads, which come with a 10-page um, 
sort of instruction on how to start working with your cycle with the calendars. I love that. This is actually something I've been doing. I've been learning and it's having somebody guide you through that makes all the difference in the world because it can feel a little out there and I'm totally with you. We're writing it down because there are some apps that are useful, but I think writing it down is so much more, um, it just hammers yeah. it in deeper, I think. And it's, it's physical. <laughs> physical, exactly. It's physical. Yeah. So everybody, I hope you enjoyed our call today and I uh, please leave comments or ask questions for me, for Barbara. We are just thrilled to have shared this information with you and I hope that you all start embracing your cycles more and feel equipped to share with other women and their children, girls especially. Um, there's nothing more empowering than understanding your own physical body. So Barbara, thank you so much. We appreciate it. Oh, so thank you, Lacey.